Hello and welcome back to the Google Workspace Update Podcast from Strawberry 7. My name is Adam. And my name is Adam. We're here to bring you the latest updates about everything happening around Google Workspace. Remember that this podcast is available in audio format from your regular podcast provider and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry7. Coming up on the show today... We have four updates for you today. We've got updates to Google Workspace, Google Calendar, Google Meet, and Google Chat. Let's get to it. On with the show. Right, so um, first up, we've got a little uh, update uh, for you this week, which is all to do with Google Workspace. So Google Workspace admins can now give their users the option to set their pronouns and choose who can see them from their Google account. Uh, and you'll be able to do that by going to aboutme.google.com. This is an opt-in only um, update and can be enabled for all users or a subset of them, such as for a department or location. User-defined pronouns will appear in personal information cards displayed when hovering over or clicking someone's profile photo across Google Workspace apps such as uh, Gmail, Calendar, Docs, Sheets, Slides, Chat, and Drive. Support for pronouns in Google Meet will roll out in the coming months. Pronouns will also appear in Google Contacts, which can be uh, accessed by clicking uh, Open Detailed View from their personal information cards. Uh, this update is going to be available to Google Workspace Essentials, Business Starter, Business Standard, Business Plus, Enterprise Essentials, Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, Frontline and Nonprofits, as well as Legacy, G Suite, Basic, and Business Customers Only. All right, okay, that sounds like right across the board there, Adam, So, um, which would make a lot of sense for this update. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of this uh, sort of adoption of using uh, different pronouns on your profile in things like LinkedIn and various places like that. I've noticed that it's, it's sort of become more and more prevalent. So it makes sense that Google's put this support in across there. Interesting choice that they chose to kind of do a lot of stuff before Google Meet. I would have thought Google Meet kind of would have been the most logical first choice because you're more likely to meet somebody for the first time and maybe not know what pronoun they choose to use. Um, So that's an interesting choice, but at least there is going to be support for Google Meet there. Yes, absolutely. It also made me um, think as well, because I went and and, um, just checked to see if I had this option available. I've not even, I've not set my gender. I've not set my date of birth. The only thing Google knows about me so far is what my name is. (laughs) (laughs) Was it there then? Could you see it when you went into that area? Uh, no, I, I don't think it was. But uh, but so other options such as uh, um, setting my gender and date of birth w- w- were available, but pronouns yeah. uh, were, were not there just yet. Okay, okay. And it does say about this is this is opt in only. Um, so may, maybe there's something there about the setting as well. Maybe it need maybe it needs to be set. Maybe they mean in the wider sense of like the admins need to set the setting or something like that. So um yeah that'd be that'd be interesting to see. Uh thank you Adam. What have we got next? Right. Uh next up we've got an update all to do with Google Calendar. So you can now uh check availability across multiple calendars when using appointment schedules on Google Calendar. 
The appointment scheduling tool is a feature that allows people to share their availability via a booking page that can be used by colleagues, external stakeholders, clients and partners to schedule a meeting. With the current appointment scheduling experience, you are unable to review um, multiple calendars for conflicts when exposing uh, appointment times to others. As a result, Google is introducing the ability to check and see a a visual preview of multiple calendars. When setting up your appointment schedules, your booking page will show you as unavailable when you're busy based on the calendars that you choose. So I think that's... uh, Overall, this is a really handy um, Mm. update, but I think it's really good that you can choose which calendars are included in this. For example, if you just so happen to have a calendar, um, maybe that's uh, reminders or something. It's not actually to show you you're not blocked out as being busy that day. It's just as a separate uh, calendar. So I think it's really good that you can pick and choose which calendars um, are involved in this update. So uh, this update will prevent scheduling conflicts by checking your availability across multiple calendars, enabling others to set up meeting times that best fit your schedule. In addition to your primary calendar, you can check availability from all of your calendars added to Google Calendar on the web, such as calendars you own, calendars you have edit and manage rights to, and also uh, subscribed calendars too. Brilliant. Well, this is a really great update and very, very timely for me as well because I've actually only just started using appointment schedule feature in Google Calendar. Um, I've always traditionally used Calendly. Um, and for anybody out there listening who uses Calendly, you know, this is something that you really want to check out in Google if you're using Google Workspace. Uh, because Calendly, this is basically what Calendly enabled you to do. You could kind of feed your calendars into Calendly, and then you could create appointment schedules and things like that. And this is exactly what it was, as you describe, Adam. People could go to a booking page and, and book a meeting on with you. Really handy. And we've had this on our website for... Oh, must be coming up a year now or something like that, certainly about 10 months, where on our strawberry7.com website, people can just click one button and go in and, and book an appointment with me, for example. Uh, and all of that has been done through Calendly. We've literally just changed it over to Google um, appointment schedule. And it's just really handy because Calendly costs money. You know, Calendly used to charge for that service. Uh, well, still do, obviously. But and I, what I mean is, I used to pay for it. Um, and now I'm going to be able to just do it all within Google. But this was one feature that Calendly did that Google doesn't have: was the ability to, like you say, Adam, check those other calendars, which is super, super handy. Because for me, I've got about. Uh, 20 now, I think, or something like that, because I've I've just got so many different um, calendars for different things that are going on. And being able to pick and choose them as well is really handy because we've got so many internal calendars that we use that have nothing to do with my particular schedule. They're just internal ones that we use, right? Yeah, I I thought this update would be be really helpful for you, uh, as well, because yeah, I, I've seen your calendar. I know how busy it is. Busy it is. So I'm hopefully this will be really helpful to everyone else. But um, but I also know it's definitely going to be directly helpful for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would say the one thing that appointment schedule doesn't do at the moment, which would be really handy, and again, Google, if you're listening, um, is what Calendly allows you to do is create um, create like an availability schedule. And then you can apply that to multiple bookings. So what I mean by that is, let's say that you want to set a schedule for when you're available for a Google Meet. 
you can do that centrally and then you can apply that to lots of different booking links that you have, you know, whether you've got a booking link on your website, whether you've got a booking link somewhere else. And the advantage of that in Calendly is when you're when you know that you're going to be busy on a particular day between 2 and 4 p.m., you you make that change on your availability uh, schedule that you've created and it changes it for all of those bookings. Whereas on Google, the only way that I've found anyway, is you need to go into each appointment schedule and you need to actually block that out on each appointment schedule. So that can get a little bit laborious depending on how many appointment schedules you've got. Um, so that's the only update which I would like to see on there, which which Calendly does at the moment and, and Google calendars uh, or Google appointment scheduling doesn't do. But this update is, is really fantastic. And like I said, to anyone listening who has a Calendly subscription, might want to have a look at Google appointment scheduling because you might just be able to save yourself the money on that on that um, subscription. Uh, when are we going to see this rolled out, Adam? And who's this available or not available for, whatever's shortest? <laughs> so... Uh... Rapid release for this started on January the 24th and the scheduled release is starting on February the 7th. So this is not going to be available to Google Workspace Essentials, Business Starter, Enterprise Essentials, Frontline as well as Legacy G Suite Basic and Business Customers. It's also not going to be available to users with a personal Google account but it should be available to to all other tiers. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, Again, kind of those slightly higher business um, uh, sort of tiers that it's available for. Uh, Lovely. What's the next update that we got, Adam? Next up, uh, we've got an update all to do with Google Meet. So you can now uh, easily share access to presented content in Google Meet with all attendees. Google has made two improvements which will make file sharing within Google Meet easier. So first off, you can now share across to the content you're presenting in a meeting with attendees, including everyone on the calendar guest list directly from the Meet. While presenting, you can share the file from the floating action menu or via the suggestion in the Meet chat. Meeting attendees will see a notification when you've shared a file and a link to the file will be automatically shared in the meeting chat. Secondly, Whenever you paste a link into the meeting chat, you'll be prompted with the file access dialog, and from there you can adjust access as needed and choose to attach the file to the calendar event. I really like that you can attach it to the event so that you can always go back to a meeting after uh, after you've been in the meeting and think, oh yeah, this person was presenting a, a really helpful slideshow or something, and then maybe you forgot to grab it out of the chat or something at the time, so then you can go back to the, the event in the calendar to actually get it. I think that's really helpful. Uh, but by allowing di- sharing directly from Meet, you can seamlessly share presented content without having to switch into another window to grant access. Uh, which can be disruptive. This makes it easier for meeting attendees to follow along with your uh, presentation, find and reference your material later on, and continue working on action items from the meeting. Yeah, really handy update. I, I completely agree with what you said, Adam, um, about about being able to go back to the calendar event. I mean, one of the previous updates that Google did, which I think happened before we started doing this podcast, was the ability to add attachments to 
calendar invites. You can kind of add Google Docs in there, which was super handy because up until then, I'd, I'd just been pasting the link into Google Docs and I thought, oh, wow, I'm so clever. I can like put a link to the agenda in the calendar item. Look how clever I am. Um, but then Google just did it with attachments and you could you could attach it directly in, and it, and it, which was so much more integrated. And these sorts of updates are so easy because when you're in a meeting like that and you're presenting your presentation and you do just want to send it to all of the attendees, say you've got 10 people on there, it's so much easier to just do that with one button and just send it out to the chat and just do all this seamless stuff. Google really have nailed how they've made their products kind of like this PA style, this PA idea of, of it doing all of these things for you in a really easy way. Um, yeah, I can see that's really that's really very useful. Interesting, Google have done, I don't know if you've noticed this, Adam, but Google have done a lot of kind of updates and little tweaks around presenting in Google Meet. We always seem to have these little updates crop up every few weeks, don't we? Yeah, they, they definitely have. Uh, to be honest, they've been tweaking quite a, quite a lot of things. Uh, as uh, the, the whole reason we have this podcast is because there's loads of different updates coming out. Uh, but yeah, there definitely have been quite a few to do with Google Meets um, re- recently. Yes, uh, the other thing that I the other reason that I think this update is particularly helpful because um, say you, you've been in a meeting, someone did their presenting, maybe. Uh, historically, they would then have to email out that meeting, or then share it, or remember to show. Oh, who was in the meeting? Let's. They'd have to do some action afterwards um, to to get the reference material out. Whereas now, as soon as if you just go to uh, present your meeting or s- something directly within your Google Meet, you can just share it straight away. So it's it's um, definitely saves you time, and you don't have to remember to, to do something later on. Yeah, you, you're completely right. And and you can see how having all of these kind of joined up services in Google where you're in this one ecosystem where you've got calendar and you've got your email and you've got your chat and you've got your meet and all of it is all joined up together. And then you can just send it out like that. Um, it, it's very, very impressive. Um, sort of look, these little tweaks that they do make they're small things but they make like you said saves you so much time and makes it so much more powerful um what are the rollout phases on this uh, please adam so a uh, rapid release for this started on january the 25th with a scheduled release is going to be starting on february the 14th uh, this update is going to be available to all Google Workspace customers as well as legacy G Suite basic and business customers and it's also going to be available to users with a personal Google account. Oh nice. So they're actually doing that for everybody. That's really um that's really really good. Interestingly that we're starting to see a couple of these updates um that we've done with a little bit longer lead times. You know, very typically I think the next one as well is the same. It's sort of into February. Uh, spoiler alert. Um but the you know, we previously I've noticed that the updates are kind of almost being released as we're doing the podcast. So it's interesting that these are a little bit uh, ahead, certainly on the scheduled release. Um, although we're now on rapid release, aren't we? We've upgraded <laughs> our, uh, our account at Adam's request. He, uh, to let you all know, listeners, he sent me a message on chat a little uh, uh, about a week ago and said... Uh, can we have rapid release, please, so that I can actually see what these updates are doing and I can have a play with them? So I want to use the features too. I don't want to have to wait a couple of weeks. Uh, I want I want them all now. You want a rapid release, so yeah, we're on rapid release now. Um, lovely, Adam. What's our next update? And I think it's our final one, isn't it? Yeah. So the last update we've got um, 
uh, th- th- this week is all to do with Google Chat. So there's now an improved membership management for Spaces. Google is introducing a new uh, full-screen experience for managing members in in a space that replaces the current view members and add people to apps option within Google Chat. So upon clicking the new manage members option, you can view a list of those uh, added and invited to the space in addition to the space settings. From there, you can add or remove members and up and update settings. Uh, in, in addition, you can manage chat apps or integrations by using the newly added apps and integrations option in the space menu. We we uh, spoke about the apps and integrations um, last week, so if anyone wanted to check that out, check out last week's um, episode of our podcast. This simplification makes the process of viewing and organising space membership much easier. This update is currently available on the web only and will become available on mobile later this quarter. Okay, that's a really good. Um, that's a really good little advancement there. To, I mean, certainly for bigger organisations, right? It doesn't make too much difference for us because we're only um, we're only small. But um, when you've got a lot of a lot of people, I can imagine that would be useful to be able to view the members in a wider area like that. I really think I don't know what your thoughts are on Google Chat, Adam. Um, I, I think Google Chat is great, obviously, and we use it every day in the business. Um, it's really, really fantastic. I think there's definitely some improvements to be made, and they're not big ones, but just some visual improvements I would really, really like. Funnily enough, it's funny you're talking about the apps um, that we talked about in the last episode, because after that episode, I went and added um, some uh, an app to see what it was like. I added um, Giphy, because I thought, oh, that would be nice, you know, I could send some GIFs or something like that. Um and we really know how to rock and roll here. Um, so I thought we could, you know, I could send some gifts or something like that. But there was something a bit weird about it. Maybe it's just me not using it properly or something like that. But I noticed that when I added it as an app, it kind of came up as a, like, Giphy came up as a chat. Like a sort of a conversation on the left-hand side. And it does, it's still there now. It says Giphy and it's got app. It's got like a little app label next to it. And it, it's basically a little thing, and it says, you know, thanks for chatting with Giphy, here's how to use it. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. That's handy to tell me how to use it. But it doesn't really need to be a chat. And the problem is, because I've got some chats further down that don't have that much activity, but I still want them to be there, the problem is it's sort of stuck in the middle of my chat, so I can't get rid of it, and I can't, I can't hide it. I can't delete it. I can't do anything with it. The option where I'd normally be able to delete the conversation or delete the chat or or space or whatever is um, it just says uninstall. I don't want to uninstall it, but I just don't want it there. I don't want it in the middle of my chat, so I want to kind of get rid of it. I mean, I don't really want it at all. Do you know what I mean? I do just want to completely get rid of it. Um, so I think a tweak there would be very, very good. And just making it a little bit clearer about who you're talking to and where chat and spaces differentiate because that can be a little bit confusing to users as well. For example, I'm looking at my chat at the moment and I've got a chat with you and Robert, for example, but it's not a space. It's a chat, a group chat between the two of you. But then there's also, I could create a space with just the two of you. So I think some more clarity around 
those would be better. And if I was Google, personally, it's just how I would do it. If I was Google, I'd just kind of merge them together. I wouldn't really... If you think about WhatsApp, for example, something, or iMessage, something that people are very, very familiar with using, WhatsApp and iMessage don't have, like, a separate area for group chat or in, or groups or anything like that. It's all just kind of merged into the chat. And you can name your groups. That's how, in WhatsApp, you know, you can just name your groups and give it an icon. That's how you differentiate it. And I, I personally, I just think chat would work a little bit cleaner if they did that. Yeah, um, you'd probably just need something like a little icon or something next to one of the groups just to clarify the fact that it is a group or, or, or a space, in fact, just to um, so there's that very quick instant visual reminder you're not speaking to just one person. Other than that, yeah, I, I've never really had... Um, uh, an issue thinking, oh my god, I'm, I think I'm only messaging one person, but I've accidentally said something really juicy to absolutely everybody. It's like, <laughs> no, um, it, it's just, it, for me, I find it, it's quite clear who, who you're messaging to and who's going to actually see um, the, the message that you're about to send. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting point that you said about the because technically, it's essentially it's a direct message between you, myself, and Robert. But that that's not a space. So I didn't think about that. It it kind of it is a space, but it's it's not set up as a space. So no, it's not. But yeah. but why and not? I, there it would essentially kind of, be the same if it was. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I, you're exactly right, Adam. I don't quite understand what the difference is at this stage between the between the two. I think with spaces, you kind of have. I think the idea is you've just got a little bit more control over who the members are, you know, you can put members in, take members out and things like that. But I do think you could kind of, I'm not, I'm not saying get rid of spaces. I'm just saying I would personally kind of just merge it in a little bit with, uh, I just have chat and I just have it all in one view. I'd have just one bit down the side and I'd have all my chats and my spaces and you could just make chats or you can make spaces and you can make it all in one uh, sort of place. And I think that would make it a little bit easier. Yeah, th th there's no need to overcomplicate it, or, or maybe they're just wanting to be strikingly different from um, from the competitors, such as WhatsApp or something. Or um, yeah, they just want to be totally different to say, nope, we're um, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe they are. I mean, I, I kind of almost get the feeling that they sort of took a look at Slack as a business orientated chat system, and they kind of went, oh, let's model it after Slack. And because Slack uses channels and then chat and then group chat, Slack is basically the same with, with how you can kind of differentiate the chat. So, um, I yeah, I'm just a little bit, I, th I think it'd be a little bit better if they sort of merged those. But uh, it's just my personal um, sort of view on it. For this particular update, um, I think this is this is handy to be able to view those larger groups of people in those spaces and, and just have a bit of a clearer idea of who's in there. Um, when can we yeah. expect to see this available, Adam? Sorry. Uh, so, uh, so to get started with this for everyone, for anyone that wanted to know, so uh, there's no admin control for this feature, but for the end users to manage members of a space, uh, click the space header and then select manage members to view, add or remove members from the member list. You can change the access setting of a space by selecting the space settings option below manage members. The, so for the rollout pace for this update, a rapid release started on January the 26th. A scheduled release is going to be starting on February the 13th. 
and this is not available to non-profits as well as legacy G Suite basic and business customers. It's also not available to users with a personal Google account, but it is available to everybody else. So, so most users will have access to this. Great, that's um, that's wonderful. So most people are gonna are gonna be able to use that. That's uh, that's brilliant. Okay, thank you so much, Adam. Um, well, that's it. That's everything you need to know about the latest updates happening around Google Workspace. Remember that this podcast is available in audio format from your regular podcast provider and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry seven. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be back again next Monday with more updates. Goodbye. Bye.